1: It's the Old Radio Comedy Podcast
0: It's episode 36 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio if any comedy duo doesn't need an introduction, it's Abbott and Costello. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello were, and remain, one of the most famous comedy pairs in show business. They first worked together in 1935 in the El Tinge Burlesque Theater in New York City, then built their live act with Abbott as the straight man and Costello as the dim-witted one. They appeared on numerous radio shows throughout the 30s, until getting their own show, The Abbott and Costello Program, which started in 1940, then ran from 1942 to 1949. In the meantime, their movie careers took off as well, and they became household names. A feud between them occurred in 1945, and they only spoke afterwards to each other when performing. By the early 50s, show business comedy had moved on, and their partnership ended. So, sit back and relax for the November 2nd, 1944 broadcast of the Abbott and Costello program.
2: The Abbott and Costello program, brought to you by Camel, the cigarette that's first in the service according to actual sales records. See if your throat and your taste don't make Camel a first with you, too. Find out for yourself. (laughs) Listen to the great rhythms of Freddie Rich and his orchestra, the swingy singing of Connie Haynes. And with Election Day just around the corner, we remind you of the famous speech of Senator Rufus G. Blowhard when he rose to utter these deathless words.
3: Well, well, Costello, what's going on here? (laughs) Uh, uh,
4: uh, 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 uh,
3: uh, Uh, Costello. Costello! Cost- all right, all Stella. right,
4: quiet, Hector Down, Hector Costello, what's Down. the
3: idea of bringing that dog in here? Where did you get him? Oh,
4: I found him, Abbott
3: Well, let him loose
4: Oh, no, no, not me I'm not going to lose him I'm going to keep him He's a genuine airplane dog An
3: airplane dog?
4: Yeah, look at his tail spin
3: uh, Oh, no, no <laughs> Costello, you're going to take that dog out of here right now Oh, no, Abbott Please yes. don't ask me to do that I said yes
4: Don't make me chase this little dog away Now He's taken a place of my other little dog that died His name was Girdle Girdle? Yep how
3: did you happen to name a dog Girdle?
4: Because we kept him tied up in the daytime and we let him out at night. Oh.
3: Oh, I remember that dog you had. He was a duckhound, hound. One of those long dogs.
4: Yeah, my mother bought that long dog for us kids so we could all pet him at the same time.
3: How did he happen to die, Lou?
4: It's a sad tale, Abbott. Well? He met his end going around a tree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hector, all right. Quiet, quiet. Listen to him, Abbott. He's got asthma.
3: Costello, will you please get that mud out of here? No,
4: he's a smart dog. I'm not going to do it. He's a smart dog. I said get him out of here. No, I won't. Look, Hector, how much is one-on-one? (laughs) See? See? Now, he's right, ain't he, Abbott? Mm, Well, yeah. One and one is... Like that, ain't it? Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. Now, Hector, how much is two and two? (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Now, Hector, tell Abbott what time it is. (laughs) Quarter after seven. (laughs) You know, I think we should have got a real dog for this part. The producer's always putting his relatives on a show. (laughs) Just like me and my uncle,
3: Artie Stebbins. Now, look, Costello. He gets in. Listen, you've got to get rid of this dog. Now, I know what we'll do. We'll take this dog out on the street, and we'll auction him off. We'll probably get three or four dollars for him. Now, come on. Okay. (laughs) Now, now let's get started here. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up here. We are about to auction off this beautiful dog. In fact, neighbors, he is one of the most famous dogs in Hollywood.
1: Uh, What? Mister,
4: lady, do you remember the famous dog Strongheart?
1: Yes, I remember Strongheart.
4: Well, this is his brother, Weak Liver.
1: <laughs> I think that dog is a flea hound. Look, he's scratching himself.
3: You're wrong, madam. He's a watchdog. He's winding himself up. Castell, <laughs> uh, will you please step aside uh, now, madam? Would you like to make the first bid for this dog?
1: Well, I didn't intend to bid.
3: You didn't what?
1: Intend.
4: Ten dollars has been bid by the lady. Who'll make eleven? Well, just a minute! Don't pull any of those dirty tricks. Dirty six dollars has been bid. <laughs> Do I hear dirty
3: seven? Just a minute, you crooks! My wife didn't bid for that dog. She certainly did. I'll give you a six to five. She
4: Sixty-five didn't... has been bid by this gentleman. We'll make it sixty-six. Oh, come on, Abby. Eddie! Eighty dollars has been Uh-oh. bid.
3: And what? And, and what'll buy for eighty dollars? Why, you can raise five hundred dollars on this dog.
4: Oh yeah, you'd have to be Tarzan to raise five hundred on that dog. You'd have
3: to be what? Tarzan. Sold! Sold to this gentleman
4: for a Tarzan dollar. <laughs> ah, you guys are nothing but fakes. Come on, here Let's get out of
3: here. Okay. Excuse Nate. me. Go ahead. Come here, Costello. <laughs> Costello. What? The crowd is breaking up. Hurry up. Okay. Get out there among the people and, and be a shill. Now, if somebody says $1, you say $2. If somebody oh. says $2, you say $3. I get it. I get it. You I know it? what you mean. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, is the bid, I keep raising the price. That's right. Woo! All right. All right. Now, now... Uh, who will bid one dollar to start the sale? I will. Uh, quiet, Costello. You have no money. I'll bid a dollar. That's fine. Now who'll say two dollars? Please, won't somebody say two dollars? Will the lady who said a dollar say a dollar again? Two dollars. Ah, that's better. Thank you. Will any will anybody say $3? three? Three dollars. Thank you, sir. Now will anybody say $4? four? Four dollars. Sold this beautiful dog for four dollars. Now will the winner? The winner. Wait a minute. Where is the winner? Right will there. you please raise your hand, please? Yes, yes right I. There. Costella, right. Costella, it was me. Get back in that crowd. Okay. Get back there. You haven't got a dime, folks. There's been a mistake in the bidding. Will the gentleman who said three dollars bid again?
2: Three dollars.
3: Uh, would you like to make it four? Uh,
2: 3 dollars far as I go.
3: But this dog is worth at least four. Won't somebody please say four? Please. Well. The, very well. Going, going. Going once for three dollars. Going, going. Four cri- dollars. Quiet. Who said four dollars? I said four dollars. Thank you. Sold for four dollars. Who said that four dollars? Raise your hand again. I did again. (laughs) Costello, what's the matter with you? That's the second time you've gummed up the auction. Why don't you keep out of this? You haven't got a dime. Can I help it if I love dogs? Oh, please, please.
2: (laughs) T, the letter T, 20th letter of the alphabet. And to every smoker, a letter of first importance. It stands for taste and for throat. In other words, your T-zone. And T for truth, too. Because your T-zone gives you the truthful answer to the question of which cigarette is best for you. Try the kind, cool, mildness of camels on your own throat. Try the rich, full, fresh flavor of camels on your taste. And furthermore, that T stands for tobaccos, too. The superb blend of costlier tobaccos that gives camels such an appeal to the T-Zone of millions of smokers.
5: C-A-M-E-M-S
2: Camels. And T stands for try too and for today. Try them on your T-Zone today. <laughs>
6: Well, well, well. Come right in, gentlemen. Welcome to Red Morton's pet shop. Say, hey,
3: that looks like my lost dog you have there. Uh, yes, Mr. Morton. My friend Costello found your dog and I made him bring him back. Well, that's fine. And here's your $25 reward.
4: Mr. Morton, I don't want the reward. I want to keep the dog. I love that little pooch.
6: Well, young man, the dog is for sale, but I must warn you, he's very valuable. <laughs> this dog is worth $200.
4: He's worth $200? How could a little dog save up all that money? Uh,
3: (laughs) Costello, Mr. Morton means you'll have to pay $200 for the dog.
6: That's right, young man. Uh, Have you any idea about
4: what this dog's breed is? His what? His breed. He breeds to his nose like anybody else.
3: (laughs) Costello, we're wasting this man's time now. You can't afford to buy this dog. Oh, no, wait a minute, Abbott. You can't
4: afford it. I gotta have this dog. Mr. Morton, why can't I go to work for you in your pet shop? I'll let you keep all my salary to pay for the dog.
6: Very well, young man.
3: I'll pay you whatever you're worth. Oh, no, I gotta have some money. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Morton, Costello, take the job. Now, have him here at 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, Costello, this is our first day in Mr. Morton's pet shop. So be on your toes. Uh oh, here comes a customer. Good
4: morning, madam. What can I do for you?
1: I'd like worth a dog, me.
3: Shall I wrap it up or will you eat it here? <laughs> Ooh,
1: I'll never come in this place again.
3: <laughs> now, see what you did, Costello? She died with thick Mac. Yeah. That lady drove away in a huff and she's fuming.
4: It must be that ration gas we're getting.
3: Now, look. Please get busy, Costello and take care of those puppies.
4: Hey, I forgot to tell you. I what? B- one of these puppies have the sniffles.
3: I-, I don't know what to do. Well, if the puppy has a cold, just fill a long tube with some cold medicine then place one end of the tube in the dog's mouth And take a deep breath and blow. That's no good. I tried it. And what happened? The dog blew first. (laughs) I, wait a minute. Hello, Morton's Pet Shop. Who, Mrs. Pike? Oh, yes, yes. I'll send Costello over for it. Uh, What kind of a dog have you? A Pekingese? Okay, Mrs. Pike. Costello, I want you to go over and get a peek at Mrs. Pike's. Get a peek at
4: Mrs. Pike's? Yes. Why can't I take a good look?
3: (laughs) Listen, you dummy, I want you to go after Pike's Peak.
4: You want me to go after Pike's Peak? What am I, a mountain climber?
3: Look, yeah. Costello, I want you to go to Mrs. Pike's house, and you'll see her peak around the yard.
4: I'll see her peak around the yard? Yeah. Well, what do you want me to do, play hide-and-seek with her? No, 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 Look no. Look at it, tush, tush, tush. What do you I mean? i got to finish washing a dog. What dog? You know, the little white dog that, um...
3: Uh, spits? No, but it drools a little.
5: <laughs> Look,
3: Never mind that. Now, after you come back from Mrs. Pike's, I want you to take care of Mrs. Brown's chow. Her what? Her chow. How is Mrs. Brown's chow?
4: What are you asking me for? I never ate at the lady's house. (laughs) What a dope!
3: Do you realize that Mr. Morton is going to fire you before you even earn a dollar to pay for that dog? No, he ain't, Abbott, because I got a big idea. Do you see that
4: poster on the wall? Yes. It says, Big Dog Show Tonight. First prize, $200. I'm going to take Hector to the dog show. He'll win the money, and I'll pay Mr. Morton in full.
3: But, Costello, you can't take that dog away from the store. Suppose Mr. Morton comes back and finds the dog's coop empty. Why, he could have you arrested. Just think of the headline in the papers. Costello takes dog and fleas. Oh, no, I'm
4: just taking the dog. I'm going to leave the fleas here.
3: (laughs) Anyway, Abbott, he'll never know the dog is
4: missing. I'll get my little brother Sebastian to hide in the coop. And he'll take the dog's place till we get back.
3: Now, Costello, that's ridiculous. Sebastian could never fool Mr. Morton into believing he's a dog. Is that so? Certainly. He's fooled plenty of people already. You mean people really mistake Sebastian for a dog? Well, he's only
4: seven years old, and my mother had to buy him back from the dog catchers five times. Oh,
3: now, please.
4: (laughs)
2: Who'll win first prize at the dog show may be a moot question, but there's no questioning the fact that first prize at the singing sweepstakes will go to our lovely Connie Haynes as she sings Dance with a Dog. As I was walking down the street
7: down the street, down the street. I met somebody who was mighty sweet, mighty fine to see. I asked him, Would he like to have a talk? Have a talk, make some talk. All the girlies standing on the walk, wishing they were me. Mama, mama, let me dress up tonight, dress up tonight, dress up. Got a secret gonna fess up tonight Gonna dance by the light of the moon Gonna dance with a dolly with a hole in a stocking. knees keep a knocking, toes keep a rocking. Dance with a dolly with a hole in a sock dance by the light of the moon As I was walking down the street Down the street, down the street Met somebody who was mighty sweet, mighty fine to see. Asked him would he like to have a talk, have a talk, make some talk. Oh, the girlie standing on the wall, wishing they were me. Mama, mama. Tonight, dress up tonight, dress up tonight. I've got a secret, gonna pass up tonight. Gonna dance by the light of the moon. Gonna dance with a dolly, holding stock and with dolly with hole in a stocking. Keep a knocking, toes, keep a rocking. Shag with a dolly with a hole in a stocking. Gonna dance by the light of the moon. Gonna dance with a dolly, by the light the moon. The
2: moon. for years you have been saying camels please and always a man behind the counter came back with that familiar pack and a hearty yes sir well he doesn't feel too happy these days when occasionally he has to change that to uh that yes sir to uh, sorry no camels today but remember this Camel's kind, cool, gentle mildness and the rich, full, fresh flavor of Camel's unique blend of costlier tobaccos definitely make Camel's worth asking for again the very next time you're buying cigarettes.
5: C-A-F-E-L-S.
2: Camel's the cigarette to ask for every time.
6: Quiet, everybody
2: are about to start the great North Hollywood dog show. Now, all you people who have entries will kindly form a line to the right and file your dog past the judges.
3: Uh, Costello, what are you doing?
4: The guy guy told me to file my dog.
3: (laughs) Put, Put that file down. The man wants you to uh, promenade your dog.
4: I can't do that, Abbott. I left my promenade home.
3: What promenade?
4: The promenade I put on my hair.
3: Oh no, no you dummy! The stuff you put on your hair is pomade.
4: Oh no, it ain't, Abbott. Pomade is the stuff my father drinks.
3: Your father drinks pomade?
4: Mm-hmm. Pomade
3: it, and pa drinks it.
5: <laughs> blood,
2: blood, blood! I must have blood, gallons of blood! I've got to have blood. Who are you? Oh, just an old bloodhound.
5: <laughs>
4: Oh, look, Niles, will you get out of here? Look, Niles, you're so skinny. If you had any blood, you'd look like a thermometer. At low temperature.
1: Gentlemen, come, come. You're holding up the dog show. I'm anxious to get started. I expect to win the first prize with my dog.
4: You could win it without the dog. <laughs> Now, oh, Costello, that's no way to talk to a lady.
1: That's right, young man. I am the great dog fancier, Mrs. Beacon Van Storage. I have one of the largest kennels in the country.
4: Well, why don't you go on a diet?
1: Oh, you think you're so smart, but your dog will never beat my dog. He's a doberman pincher.
4: A doberman what? Pincher, pincher.
3: No, no, no. Why I'm surprised. What are you doing? You told me to picture.
5: <laughs>
3: well, come on, Costello. It's time to take the dogs into the judging ring.
4: Yeah, come on, Hector. Come on, Hector. All right, all right. Take it easy. Hector, will you stop painting? Stop it. Now we gotta go in there and win that two hundred dollars, and then you'll belong all to me. I am your At dog shows, I'm a grandy.
3: Well, don't tell me it's our old friend Kitzel. <laughs>
4: I came here to win the dog show. I got some very opposite properties. Yes, sir, just take a look on this fine dog. Come here, Einstein. <coughs> hey, Kitzel. Yeah. Why do you call him Einstein? Well, because nobody can explain his relativity.
5: <laughs> oh,
4: my, he's a fine dog. Hey, Kitzel, he looks uh, more like a pointer setter. Good night, sake, what's <laughs> a pointer setter? He sets in the kitchen and points at the icebox. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever win a prize with that dog, Kitzel. Now, Believe Co- me, I don't Costello. think you'll ever. Win. You might as well take your dog and get out of here. Now, wait
3: a minute, Lou. Just... My, my little dog's got no, it. I know, but wait a minute, Lou. $200 i got a pointer to I understand wait that, to pay but. That listen, little dog. But that's no way Kitzel'll to talk Kitzel,
4: take your dog out of here. I
3: know, do- that's no way to talk about other dogs, Lou. I Kitzel know. has a fine looking dog there. Yeah,
4: but, Abbott, he do not look healthy to me. What makes his tongue hang way out like that? What makes his tongue hang way out? He was born with a long tail and he's trying to keep his balance.
5: <laughs>
4: well, I don't believe it. Yes. No. Yes, yes. I
5: does. think he's
4: trying to pick up dimes. <laughs> no, no. Hey, Kidso, can your dog do any tricks? Oh, he plays a little pinacle.
3: Pinochle? You yes. mean your dog plays cards? Uh-huh. Well, he must be plenty smart.
4: Oh, Pishpa, he's not so smart. Last night I beat him two games out of three. <laughs> Look, your dog don't compare to my dog, Kitzel. Now, Hector can really do good tricks. Yes. Would you like to see him climb a ladder? Your dog can climb a ladder. Uh-huh. This I got to see. Well, this you're gonna see. Yes. Come here, Hector. Had a boy, Hector. Look, Hector, I want you to start climbing the ladder. There he goes. Now he's on the first rung. The second. The third rung. There you are, Kitzel. He went all the way up to the top. Okay, Hector, now jump down in my arms. up, boy! That's what I call climbing a ladder. Now, just a second, just a second, for goodness sake. I don't see any ladder. Why, oh, hey, he hasn't learned to do it with a ladder
2: yet. Oh. <laughs> Attention, ladies and gentlemen. The judges of the dog show have reached a decision. We are awarding the first prize of $200 to this little fat dog here wearing the brown blanket. Now, wait a
4: minute, Niles. You're pointing at me, and I ain't no dog. My ears are too short. What am I saying?
2: Will you be quiet, Costello? You want to make a liar out of the judges.
4: (laughs) I killed that one, didn't I? All right, all right.
3: Look, Costello, don't argue. You've got the $200. Let's go. Now, we've got to get back to uh, Morton's pet shop and get your brother Sebastian out of that dog coop.
6: <laughs> Oh-ho! So there you are, Costello, you dog thief. What's the idea of taking my champion dog out of his coop and putting that little boy in there?
4: Mr. Morton, I just barred the dog for a little while. Oh, please, Mr. Morton. I only took him out on the government plan. You took him out on the government plan? Yeah, Len Leash. That's the least I could do
3: All right, all right Look, Mr. Morton Costello hasn't harmed the dog And he now has the $200 to pay you for him
4: That's right, Mr. Morton Here's the money Wrap the dog up as a gift Wrap the
6: dog? I've got a good notion to wrap you in the nose You left your little brother in that coop And when I went to let him out, he bit me He bit you?
3: Sebastian Come out of that coop Yes, Sebastian Come here Did you really bite Mr. Morton?
4: Yes, I did, Uncle Bud. I snuck up and bit him while he was feeding his other pets.
3: Now, wait a minute, Sebastian. Where did you bite him?
4: I bit him between the birdcage and the (laughs) fishbowl.
3: Sebastian, don't you know it's wrong to bite people? Don't you realize that you can cause a great deal of harm and trouble. I
5: know
4: it.
3: uh, And that eventually you might even go to jail. That's right. Why why do you do these things, Sebastian? I, I don't
4: know why I do these things. Well, you must have a
3: reason for it.
5: Oh, I'm a bad boy! I heard enough
6: of this. I'm not only keeping the dog, but I'm taking the $200 for personal damages, and I'm throwing you three bums out of here.
3: It's all your fault, Sebastian. Why did you bite Mr. Martin?
4: I'll tell you why I bit him, Uncle Bud. I didn't mind it this morning when he threw me that tibble dog biscuit. I even ate the bones he gave me for lunch. And I didn't mind it when he clipped my ears and covered me with flea powder. But when the guy hit me on the head because I wouldn't wag my tail...
2: Bring Abbott and Costello back in just a moment.
6: Thanks to the Yanks of the Week, tonight we salute Sergeant Phil R. Hamp of Avalon, Pennsylvania. Crawling under enemy fire to a dugout housing 70 Nazis, he wounded one and sent the others scurrying into capture. For this exploit, he wears the Silver Star and tonight rates this salute in his honor 400,000 camel cigarettes sent to our fighters overseas.
2: of the three camel radio shows honors a yank of the week by sending free 400,000 camel cigarettes overseas. A total of more than a million camels sent free each week. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States three times a week. A short wave to our men overseas and to South America. Listen tomorrow to Jimmy Durante and Gary Moore. Monday to Bob Hawke in Thanks to the Yanks. And next Thursday to Abbott and Costello. And now as promised... A few final words from Bud and Lou. Well, the final words would be
3: very short. Just good night, folks. Good
4: night, and buy plenty of bonds. Buy everybody. bonds from everybody.
3: everybody. Bonds. Good night, friends. Good night.
5: Good night, everybody.
2: Good night, We'll Tune in next week for another great Avid and Costello show. And remember, try camels on your throat and your taste. See for yourself how camels' mildness, coolness, and flavor click with you.
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Abbott and Costello program. If there's a particular comedy radio show that you'd like to hear, you can leave me a message on our webpage or by email by tapping the links in the podcast description page. It's Friday and that means relaxation time ahead for most of us. So have a great weekend, and thanks very much for listening to the podcast. I'll see you back here on Monday for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce, and remember... That is a severe
2: behavioral disorder. Those are women's underpants. I mean, the next thing you know, you'll
5: be wearing a bra on your head.